Hello and welcome back to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where I, Rosemary McCabe, talk to my sister, Beatrice McCabe, sitting across from me, about whatever takes our fancy. Excuse me. Or I, Beatrice McCabe, talk to my sister, Rosemary McCabe, or talk at my sister, Rosemary McCabe, about whatever takes my fancy. You wanted me to do the intro. I was hardly going to go where my sister, Beatrice McCabe, talks to me, It Rosemary could have been McCabe. we. There's we a, talk it's to a one team. another. Yeah, that's not what you said. You but said, I had to introduce our names. You said I, Rosemary McCabe, the primary protagonist oh, of this. I did not say, do not say the word protagonist again. We've already been told. We need to just say We were never told. We were, it was just commented upon how often we managed to use such an impressive word. And so I, we are I, very impressive. I plan to continue the trend. But I was also going to say, if you missed us on Friday, if you missed our mini that's because it has now gone behind the paywall, like the Irish Times. However, you are getting a better, longer, juicier Friday episode, and that's on Patreon. You can sign up for $5 a month, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister, and you get an extra bonus episode every single Friday for $5 a month. It's a barg. It is. You can also follow along on this journey where I, now that I've had to listen to my voice in recordings, <laughs> plan to deepen it by a couple of tones. So I shall be studying how to do that and practicing. When I was singing in the choir in college and then I started having loads of voice problems mm-hmm. and I went to a voice coach and I went to, I think I went to like a throat person and they basically told me that I talk too low and that I need to try and practice talking a little bit more in my head voice. And that oh my would God, be much that's be- so annoying. Don't that do it would that. Be much, I'm going to do it for the episode now. That it would be much better for my voice <laughs> and for my vocal cords and my singing if I tried to talk a little bit higher. And I realized that our mother... Yeah. Also speaks very, very low, like down in her chest voice all the time. Okay, well, I'm going to talk like this as well now. No, no, I, I'm going to, okay, I'll be you and you be me. This is this is how you talk, very musical. I don't talk like that at all. I don't talk like that at all. I'm going to talk <laughs> down in my voice. reading about the other day some but some actor who was told actor yeah gender neutral female actor sorry i wasn't referring to the gender aspect it was just the way you said actor. you're just so old-fashioned you want me to say actress okay some actress a normal person oh actor oh some actor (laughs) some uh, some female actor was told (laughs) did you genuinely think that's what i was saying i did think that's what you meant actor anyway was told that who was it it was obviously not marilyn monroe because she's definitely a head voice that sounds really bad. But there was somebody, who was it? I'll think of it afterwards. <sighs> who was told anyway, basically, that they had to develop, you know, a more serious timbre. Was it in, was it in that film, The Artist? Did you see that? I didn't. No, this was like a real life person. Oh. And they said they practiced and now they had this. And I was like, that person has a nice, sexy voice. I should work on it. I should work on it. Sounds like a lot. I don't, I don't really think, I, I mean, I don't think just talking in that creepy voice is actually lowering your voice. Your register. No, but I mean, from when I went to the voice coach, it was so it was so hard. Like, I just had to think about it all the time. Then as soon as I stopped thinking about it, I went back to my office. How is every story about you? I was talking about me. It's like, no, so hard for me. It was so hard for me to talk in my head voice. I was simply empathizing and saying, no, it's really difficult to do for any length of time. You well, are we'll find out. Anyway, thinking. the point is, listeners, follow along on this deep throat, throat journey. <laughs> No, what? don't. I'm too exhausted for that. Follow along on this deep voice journey. What political mystery are we getting to the bottom of today then, Deep Throat? Oh, that's not what I was thinking about. You 
are I am filthy. innocent. You I'm are no. innocent, my arse. Sorry, I'm thinking about the journalistic source. What are you thinking about the porno? I'm thinking about the journalistic source. I, I said, cannot. what political scandal are we going to get? Reagan. I said, listen, I've seen You're literally developing a list men. right now. I suddenly was like, what's the name of that film okay. that I've seen once? So today we're going to talk about the political scandal that is <laughs> pets. Love them, hate them, put up with them. Well, actually, political could be right. Biden has some pets in the White House, one of which I believe bit a Secret Service agent. Our own president, Michael oh. D, has an adorable dog has, that he was just two, two but he just was, dogs. Just went viral with that adorable as he as he gave a very intellectual speech and at the same time placated his very playful puppy dog. I mean, I was impressed. I was like, I would have found that extremely distracting. Poetry. Thank you. Placated his playful puppy. Thank you, Rosemary. It's called alliteration. Inside the presidential presidents, the presidential palace passage. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, can you name the president's dogs? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Go on. Pup one. Pup two. (laughs) No, I can't. Of course, I can't. Can you? The old two were Broad and Shoda, and then I think Broad. Rosemary, you've forgotten your high voice. The old two are bro than show. No, no, no. Somewhere in the middle. Um, <clears throat> the old two. No. Yeah, that's good. That's fine. The old two were bro and show that, and I think bro died. I don't know what I'm doing now. I can't. I feel like I'm trying to do my Peppa Pig voice now. I don't know. Listen, forget it. Forget it. It's really hard. I'm telling you. One of them died anyway, and the new puppy I don't know the name of. That's the point. But sorry, this whole. Not to make this about me. This whole episode was inspired by me. No, actually, it was inspired by a listener who wrote in and said, I think we should do something about the agony and ecstasy of of owning pets because I love them. And then they do something horrendous and I absolutely hate them. And then last night, Vinny ate half of my Indian takeaway. Well, it seemed like the perfect moment to talk about this. In fairness and not to in any way food shame or otherwise, but I thought it was kind of amazing. Beatrice, can you believe what Vinny has done? Vinny ate half of my Indian takeaway. A tikka masala and I was like oh right but the message kept going <laughs> two nans excuse me a vat of rice excuse me 14 samosas that's only because I barely ate anything there was so much left Rosemary I, the point is how much did you order oh no okay so I always order a chicken tikka masala which comes with a huge thing of rice actually mm-hmm. way too much for one person yeah ridiculous right and then I order vegetable samosas and a mango chutney and I usually keep the mango chutney on the go for about two weeks so I or have that for my next week's Indian a as well a likely story a frugal queen and then I order a naan either garlic or peshwari sorry it was two naans no no it was one naan divided like so they cut it into four pieces and I had eaten two pieces of naan Rosemary, it sounds like you were too. amply helped you were sated. I was amply helped but I was saving it for either Brandon who was going to come home from the gym and eat it which he sometimes does or my lunch today which would have been delicious. It's a delicious little Indian lunch. have Indian for lunch before you get to the doctor. It would have been after. It was actually after the doctor. And usually, uh, usually after the doctor, I have a celebratory you'd be McDonald's. Sick after, oh, you'd be up. sick after. This is mom. You'd be sick after an Indian oh, in the middle I of the day. I couldn't eat another Indian now for a week. <laughs> couldn't. For a month. Couldn't eat another meal now. Oh, for tea just and give toast. me tea and toast. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the point is, I had eaten my half of my Indian. I That's had, right. Your half and the other half. So who cares? Who cares is Beatrice, he spilled, he got chicken tikka masala all over the carpet. Brandon! Shouldn't be allowed in the house. The dog. <laughs> there was chicken tikka masala all over the carpet. Mango chutney all over the carpet. Shreds, I'd say he ate most of the tinfoil. There were some errant shreds That's of tinfoil. That's going to be painful. Oh my God, I know. And I came down and he was still licking everything. But the problem is, once you shout at Vinny, right? So I immediately went down, Vinny, 
what? Like, what are you doing? I was probably cursing at him. My oh. fucking Indian. <laughs> um, but he immediately goes down on the ground like a a soldier. You know what I mean? He flattens himself completely down like he's trying to sneak on, like across enemy lines. And then you can't move him because he's too heavy. He's just oh. like a big You know what I mean? PTSD. He has pure PTSD over the Indian that you didn't even want. Anyway. Then I had to put him outside in the garden because I was hoping he'd clean off his chicken tikka masala oh, I'd like paws. to tell you that I thought those paws were hilarious. I was like, <sighs> we have literally Inspector Clouseau on our hands here. <laughs> like, in these, There's you and the dog in the house and you send me this picture of the dog and his two very, very <laughs> orange <laughs> crusted paws. We found the guilty culprit. <laughs> but I like the fact there was literally 30 minutes between the discovery and this proclamation. I'm like, who else did you think had done no, this? No, no. I mean, I knew it was him. No, you thought was... it was the cats. Oh, Did you think you had done it in a state never. of black fugue? Oh my God, just like, what's her name? Marcella. Marcella. Oh, that's right. God, that's exactly <laughs> what would happen to me. She blacks out and does all kinds of investigating things. I would entirely black out and eat stuff from the fridge. Have, have you ever seen those videos of people sleepwalking and eating all the food out of their fridge? No, but that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, I, I think it was, I can't remember, ages ago on Twitter, like, this thing went viral when this woman was like, everything kept getting eaten from my fridge. So I decided to set up CCTV and then I realized it was me. And she was literally waking up in the middle of the night, sleepwalking to the fridge, stuffing her head, like eating so much food and then going back to bed. <laughs> oh my God, I'd be so freaked out. What would you do? How would you stop that? No idea, actually. I mean, empty, maybe empty the fridge. Actually, there's an answer. Put just veggies in the fridge. I mean... The crunch would wake you up. I would imagine at this stage now, I could probably order Chipotle on DoorDash with my eyes closed. Well, I mean, or to Starbucks, my... every Starbucks in Fort Wayne when I drive through the drive through Thanks, Beatrice. That's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's my accent. It's my accent. That's like last week when I complained to DoorDash because they sent me the wrong order and they were like, we really want to sort this for you as you're one of our most loyal customers. You definitely are. And I was you're like, probably, I if not, actually, you are the most loyal customer, I'm sure. I would actually appreciate it much more if they'd said, we really want to sort this for you because we know you rarely order takeaways. This must be a special <laughs> occasion. <laughs> anyway, so want. this person wrote in and said... Because you're boring or silly with Vinny and pictures of Vinny and sobbing stories about Vinny and his time in the Mississippi, wherever he was, kennel. We'd like you to tell us about your other pets because we'd like Sorry. some new news. Cruella de Vil over here. Oh, yeah. It's I like don't. his time in the kennel. Oh, no, no, no. God bless him. God bless him. Seriously. But like once a month on cue, on cue, you, you post a picture of Vinny. Sobbing here, remembering I've Vinny's never time. said sobbing. You have. I do not say sobbing. I say crying. No, you said sobbing. No, I do, no. This is like the wedges. I do not own a pair of wedges. Oh and my I do god! Not you were wearing sobbing. those wedges when you were sobbing. They're flat forms. Sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. Flat forms. You're like sobbing in my wedges. Sorry. Can I just say I'm pregnant? <laughs> yeah. If if I'm only crying once a month, isn't that grand? You're not crying once a month. Okay. Okay. Pregnant, sobbing in my wedges. <laughs> That's even in my own Pregnant, sobbing with a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you've you've had your own fair share of animal what? mishaps and no, mischiefs. No, I haven't. My animals are extremely well behaved. Oh, are they really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which one of your animals has figured out to open the back door? Oh, hang, hang on. How many None animals, how many pets do you have? Well, actually, Don told me that the other day he had a nightmare. He goes, he came downstairs and he was all looking all hassled. He came out of the Airbnb and he was like, I'm so hassled. He goes, I thought, he goes, I had a terrible dream. And I, he goes... I thought that I had forgotten to feed. And I was always going to say, like, the kids. He goes, the animals. I went all night. I was like, the animals are dead. The animals are dead. And I was like, there's just the cat and the dog. Because the responsibility is getting to be too much for me. And he's like, Beatrice, we have the cat, the dog. We have that fish downstairs called, what's his name? Fish. Even? 
No, what's his name? I think his name's Fish. No, his name's something like Cow... We had a fish called... Is he not Cowpat? I can't remember oh, what his name is. I think he's just called Fish. He's not called Fish. Okay. He's downstairs. Sure I totally forgotten about him. His name is not Fish. I can't tell you what it is, but it's not Fish. I totally forgotten about him. He's downstairs. And the only reason he's in the stupid tank is because he was... When we moved into our previous house, we had a koi pond out in the back garden. Did you know that koi can live as long as you or me? That they are basically... No, I did like not. immortal. Right, so... And in this koi pond, when we moved in, they had a wire mesh across the top of it, which we had to remove for some reason. I can't remember why. Something got tangled in it or it snapped or whatever. So we removed it. And then, only to find ourselves sitting in the sitting room, admiring our, what's the word? Surveying, surveying our property, as they say. I mean, as if. Looking out over the garden. Yeah, and a heron kept coming. To, there were seven fish in that pond. And one by one, this massive heron. It's like mm. a flying cow just comes down. It's like and, a pterodactyl. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a good description. It's like Jurassic Park, except I was inside the saying, cage. "No way, I'm going to do it. Just kill me. Like, there's no way I could escape <laughs> from those velociraptors. I'll just lie down, eat me." God, imagine! I totally. Sorry. You, you also own four frogs. Oh no, I was about. To, we've eight frogs now, Rosemary. Oh, that's what you're. They have reproduced. So well, I. Well, you're lucky because I think that like I was expecting them to have about two hundred babies. Oh, I Rosemary. Four to eight seems like fine. We've had them for th- a month, and they have doubled. Think I've about had them that. For about three months. We've had them for a month. And there are now, there's now double, think about it, that is literally an exponential growth, just like COVID. Soon there's going to be four million in there. Yeah. But Don said the other day he reckons that tank could hold 20 or 30. (laughs) Well, my favorite part was, my favorite part was he was showing it to somebody the other day and he's like, he's like, these frogs, they, uh, they have, he goes, they have extremely translucent skin and it, it, you know, absorbs all the toxins. So you got to be really careful not to touch the frogs, etc. So he opens the door of the tank. And the frog immediately jumps right onto his toe. Oh. And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> so do I think the frog is still alive. So obviously Don doesn't have a very toxic toe. Maybe his toe is very detoxed. Correct. So we have the frogs. I mean, it, it was more of a COVID thing. Don's like, I'd really like to build a frog terrarium. Is that what they're called? I, think so. I was like, you knock yourself out. But I didn't really think that that would mean real frogs. And let me tell you, they are extremely loud at night. Oh, yeah. Sorry, what kind? Did you think it was going to be fake frogs? I just wasn't really thinking. I was more like, that sounds adorable. I was thinking they'd probably be outside or something. I don't know. I wasn't thinking, you know. And then he bought it and he styled it. And they have like, they're in the rainforest and they're... It's very cute and he, they he do loves look it. cute, but it's very hard to photograph because it's very humid in there. Very cloudy, yes. Yeah, it's hard to even see them. Although I saw <sighs> yeah. three the other day, which was my top. And we have the cat that I adopted from the Vera Bradley photo shoot because he was that's the a, cutest that cat. Sounds literally like you know the cat that I adopted from the palace in Versailles, the Vera Bradley photo shoot. No, no but it was from quite. the shelter, and then oh. he was being used in a photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. So he? they brought in the uh, the cats from the shelter, and I went in, and I literally. I, but I realized afterwards I was getting my period. Like, this is what happens to me. It was three oh. days before my period and every time it's a surprise, I'm like, oh, it's this. Why am I so emotional? Anyway, went in. Looked Why don't at you use an app? I'm not, I'm not regular like that. But oh. anyway, it doesn't even matter. I don't need to. It's fine. I like the surprise every month. It keeps me guessing. Anyway, go in. Probably keeps you buying new new pajamas. Well, go into the go into the photo studio. There are these cats and they're all like adorable. All types of cats. They're tiny and, kittens, weren't they? And this tiny kitten... With tiny little hobbled broken arms, legs, feet, paws, paws, paws. And it turns out he'd been born with four broken paws, legs, well, legs, I legs, think. Yeah, four legs. broken legs. Yeah. And he'd been in splints for the first X number of weeks. 
And he's had to learn to walk and he still has incredibly short legs, which is very bandy, so entertaining. So cute. Yeah, he is. And he is so annoying. He's constantly trying to escape. <laughs> I didn't know that. And, you know, again, this is another thing that I think is probably a McCabe thing. I thought everybody's ha- cat was an indoor outdoor cat. I'm like, maybe in cities, even in Ireland, people just have indoor cats. A lot more people have indoor cats now than I was aware of when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. I thought everybody's cat went inside and outside and our cats always came home, etc. Our uh, cats were mostly outside cats, to be fair. Yeah, well, these, well, yes, they certainly were. Our mother was not very <laughs> loving to, I mean, she loved, she didn't really like them. She liked and them, she liked them when they caught mice. When they were outside. Well, when she knew they were catching mice, but she didn't see it or see the mice or wasn't aware. You when know they I mean? were like earning the their keep out exactly, of sight. Exactly, When they were working hard for the family. That's right. So anyway, the cat likes to escape and has been found in the woods down the ravine but then I planted catnip which I didn't even know was a thing either I'm actually like learning so much in my 40s planted catnip outside and now the best thing is the cat goes outside and where normally he would have run off into the woods now he goes over as if lured by a, an exotic well, perfume the catnip plant is enormous yeah but I mean even when it was tiny and just like not like goes entirely woozy and like lays down there it's brilliant oh he's so, so cute. It's, a, it's a genius move planting some catnip outside the door and then you have Daisy, who's here asleep beside us. <sighs> she's what kind of dog is Daisy? She's like a, she, a looks, lab, she looks like a golden she's retriever. A lab she's smaller, something mixed, she? right? Don't know. Anyway, she I love her, but she has chewed through every single piece of furniture, every oh, single yeah. piece of reupholstered furniture that I had just gotten done before she moved in. Several nice shoes. Oh, excellent carpets. Oh. All the wood trim in the house. Oh. Vinny has also destroyed some rugs, hasn't he? Didn't he destroy the, the I mean, tiger rug? No, the... that's the least of my worries. Like, that, oh, was for, that was like a $100 from Amazon. These other ones were like actual yeah. full-size rugs. This dog. Look at her looking so innocent. Little bitch. She has a dote oh, though. she's so she happy. She has a dote, I know, right. Well, so would I be. I might be stuffed full of all the rug. Anyway, so... I actually was thinking last night, I was thinking of Daisy because Vinny, I got into bed to read my book for a while and Vinny came up and lay basically... So I got this pregnancy pillow that I have kind of grown to appreciate now that I've oh. managed to wrestle it around to where I want it to be. But Vinny absolutely loves it. Comes in, puts his back legs on one end of it, his head on the other and snuggles into the kind of the nook. And he came up last night and I was like, oh, it'd be so nice if like Vinny could sleep with us. And then I tried to move my leg. And I was literally like completely, completely oh, yeah. wedged under That's him. because he's Daisy. So, yeah, but like Vinny weighs oh, no, 65 I, excuse pounds. Excuse me, I still so can't heavy. move Daisy. I well, thought you were going to say you're a weakling. No, Rosemary, wouldn't it be so nice? I thought you were going to say snuggled into the nook, and I was like, it'd be so nice if Vinny could talk. Wouldn't it be so nice if your pets could talk? But they can't. Anyway, we actually got Vinny for Nash because Vinny the cat, Vinny the cat, and we I have Vinny got, the dog. Oh yes, we got our confusing. cat for Nash because I thought he he needed some companionship, and because three read brothers whole, weren't enough. I read a whole thing about how pets are extremely good for kids psychological well-being because a cat an animal will love you unconditionally and even if you're going through whatever you're going through that animal will never judge you will never fall yeah. out with you will never you're never you. fighting with an animal an animal's never annoyed yes. with you that animal is basically a comfort animal for you always and he does absolutely love his cat so i know yeah so i actually think that was something really i mean we had we had animals growing up and i felt a great affinity towards them i don't feel that quite as much with with you know as an adult but you certainly do so True, yeah. Although, you no, although not with our cats. Yeah, they're not yours. Just because they don't really like me that much. But they're not yours, you know what I mean? You, they, yeah, well, you like they were in, Brandon's. You moved into I their moved house. In, yeah. Whereas and they like, definitely resent me. Yeah. Whereas you also have Quillon in Ireland, right? Oh, yeah. I was just talking to mum about her today. 
And would you like to explain? So Quillon is a dog that I've had, that I had had since she was a puppy. So I got her when she was whatever, whatever age they can be when they leave their 12 weeks old, I think. Remember, like when she was so tiny, she used to sleep in the bed with me and I used to wake up with them in the night to bring her to the toilet. It's like having a baby. Yeah, it is like having a Although baby. Although you only wake up once with the dog. I love Quillon so much and she's been like, such a big part of my life and obviously I've been a big part of her life as well. Oh my God, I can't wait to see her again. I really hope she does like one of those men coming back from the war oh dramatic God. reactions. She probably People won't. coming back from the war. You are being incredibly Sorry, gendered this just, episode. I, I was not being gendered about the actor. It was your oh, pronunciation that I had the issue with. Men coming back from the war. It's just because I there was one actor particular video I've seen of a man back coming back from the war. From, anyway, listen. I can't. You're as annoying. If I picked you up on every single unwoke thing you did, we'd be here all day. I mean, would you? Yes. Yeah, we would. Actually, oh, okay. I'm doing my head voice now again. Okay, go well on. done. <laughs> I remember asking my friend Kira at one point, do you think Quillon has a good personality? Because I was never really sure. You know, like, like some dogs, no, no, but like, Hear me out, right? Some dogs are really like happy and bouncy and just want to please you all the time, right? And will like fetch a ball and bring it back to you and do all... Quillon will only do things for you if you have a treat in your hand she could see it. Okay, she's a genius. <laughs> she's either super smart. Yeah, maybe she is a genius. Yeah. But... So she's, I she's my five-year-old. She's chance. <laughs> <laughs> and she also will sit next to you on the couch and mum's always sounds uh, she's like... And he's your favourite. You've even oh, said it. He well, is your favourite. No, that, that's not... I don't have favourites. He's my favourite. I know. Quillon will sit next to you on the couch and literally paw you incessantly until you rub her and it's never enough. Like, Vinny will let me just put my hand on him oh. and rest it there like a little armrest. Quillon will not. You have to be rubbing, like, actively, actively rubbing her the whole yeah. time. And mom's always texting me going, the dog is sitting next to me and she's pawing at my arm. What does she want? I'm like, she literally just wants you to rub her. She's like, but I'm knitting. Like, We're going oh, to yeah. put it down. To put it down and rub the dog. <laughs> she can't put it down. She's knitting something for your baby. Oh, she knits the cutest blanket. Oh, she's knitting some adorable sweater with a too tight neck. She knitted an adorable sweater with a massive neck. I must send you oh, a picture of it. It's, well, it's, it's like a belly top. That's because she knitted us an adorable sweater with a very tight neck. <laughs> oh and yeah, the one that we stuffed bow into. And mother somehow didn't get the memo that we McCabe's don't have small heads. Big heads. So Bo, I, I mean, I was determined. Bo was crying with I the remember. pain as I was pulling that extremely tight. <laughs> then she had to keep it on him for ages. Oh yeah, he was like, I'm really hot. I'm like, sorry, too bad. <laughs> Just go and stand at the This can only come off once. <laughs> but anyway, I asked Kira, I was like, do you think Quinn has good personality? And she was like, mm, she's always on the take, which is true. She like she's genius. Yeah. She's like, she's really nice to you if she wants something. Okay, here's a question. Maybe again, gendered. If Quillon was a boy, would Kira even have made that comment? Thanks, Daisy. Would Qu- or would if Quillon was a boy, would Kira even have made that comment? Would she just have said, Yes, Quillon is a great dog? who just knows what he wants and goes for it. <laughs> Quillon's just a very assertive dog. Yeah, 100%. Who makes himself known. No, I but mean... But because she's a girl, Kira's assigning greed, you know, etc. No, I think her. it's because she genuinely no, is greedy. I'm sorry to God, this is the world we live in. Even the dog gets it. You know what? I saw somebody on Instagram talking today about how, how people will often complain about, say, influencers or you know people on social media charging for their expertise in a way that they wouldn't complain for them charging for a physical service for example so like if you offer somebody I'm going to do like a zoom course in talking about how to be a journalist for example right I don't want anything else on zoom ever again okay in my life. okay but that's sorry that's not the point give me a massage okay that's they were the going to give me a massage but anyway they were making this point and then I messaged her and I was like but they never like I was like people don't complain about men charging for their, for, for their expertise and she wisely was like yeah but I didn't want to get into that I was like, always get into it. 
always worked. I don't understand. What are you saying? So basically, female influencers get given out to for what? For no, okay. So sorry, sorry. I have to be more clear about this, right? So it was it was Nessa from the Tryon was talking about. There's a thread on Tattle talking about her, right? And one of the criticisms about her is that she's now charging. She does this course for her for her zebras. She calls them, and it's a course on like body positivity and body confidence and kind of not it's it's kind of the opposite of how to dress for your shape but it's basically like how to stop worrying about dressing for your insecurities and just dress for the things that make you feel good and that you like you know what I mean so she does this course and it's 30 euro and you sign up and then you could and then you just stay in the private Instagram forever and you know you can watch videos and they do lives and stuff and on Tattle they were basically complaining about like you know how could she be charging for this is ridiculous you know, she must be making a fortune, blah, blah, blah. And she was basically saying, it's really interesting to me how when I charge for clothes or when I charge for physical things or like hats that I used to make, she does millinery as well. She was like, people have no problem paying and even, you know, high prices. And she was like, but once you start charging for something like your expertise, somehow it's like, you're not really considered an expert. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you're just pulling this out of your ass and charging people money. And I was like, I do see that a lot. Like a lot of criticism about... Sure, like your time doesn't cost you anything in a way that I don't think men get. But I mean, male influencers just don't I get any shit in the same know. way the female influencers I do. I don't know that that's true. I feel like these are extreme generalizations that I'd ask you to pull out some examples to share with me. I just to, just shared an example. You didn't share a single example of girls versus boys here. You just shared examples of what you think. I oh, mean, well, I'm sorry, I, mean, I find this a bit hard now. I'm sure male influencers who try to charge for nonsense courses also get, I'm not saying her course well, is a nonsense okay. course. Yeah, you are. Sorry, no, no, I'm not. But like, I also, I think this is the same argument you have, one would have about art, right? It's only worth what people are willing to pay for it. So art is such a subjective thing too, right? Like somebody will, as we were talking about the other day, the Picasso Museum in Paris, mom walks through it and goes, what's that nonsense, right? What's he doing? Like she would pay two euro for that painting, whereas somebody's willing to pay a million euro for it. So it just depends. Like I think, do you know, all I would say is to the people who are complaining about 30 euro, don't sign up for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? of course. It's like, but I mean, it's subjective because once you create it, it's art of a type, if you get what I mean. Yeah. It's like your creation. And the whole point is like, it's like these NFTs. It's not what they're called. Yeah. NFTs that are out now. Like people are paying mad money for them, but like because they're assigning that value to them, not because they're actually, you know what I mean? Technically, yeah, yeah. what's it like worth? What's something quote unquote worth? Yes, yeah, because yeah. unless it's like a Zara top, that MSRP 40 euro, what's it worth? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's, it's worth what you're willing to pay for it. Like, and if she decides, because I mean, it's like worth the threshold of what you market it for and yeah, what somebody's yeah. willing to pay you for. So, but I get what you're saying. I don't know if that's true or not about males I mean, versus from, females. So like, totally anecdotally, right? I, like, I obviously haven't got any scientific studies, but from... Oh, well, then I don't want to hear it. From... Because I'm only into scientific from studies reading, on this podcast. From reading these forums absolutely obsessively, I can tell you that like, female influencers get given out to or get criticized for like specifically for she'll do an ad for everything one day she's doing Dyson and the next day she's doing Sweet King and it's ridiculous like she can't like all these things and literally male influencers will advertise the exact same things and they'll be like Abadie's gas the exact same things but is he gas but is he gas and was she not gas and also are there way more female influencers than male influencers there are a lot more and also are women just hated way more than men yeah, right. But that's so. That's, that's what I'm my saying. point. What you? <laughs> you absolute head wrecker. Rosemary, don't bring on any of these anecdotal stories anymore. I only liked. I only like fact. Okay. 
I only like data and insights. I just need to start like printing things up, putting them in a book, relying on the fact that you will forget 99% of it. No, no, no. I'll, I'll remember the content. <laughs> I just won't remember the book, the page, the author or when it happened. Okay. Or whether or not you've read it. I'll know that I read it because I was What's in my head. What's read again? Oh, yeah. No, no, as I read that, I was like, this seems vaguely familiar. <laughs> there are a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of books like that, actually, mainly by, what's his face, Michael Connolly, where I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure Bosch did it this way. And this is what's about to happen. And I've already read this sentence. So annoying. And then by the time I realize it's always page 130, the spine is already cracked and I can't bring it back. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's page 130, so I may as well finish it. Oh, yeah, totally finish it. Oh, you finish it even though you've, you've realised you've read it yeah, already? Yeah, obviously I have no oh. idea who did it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but listen, back to pets. Oh, yeah. What's the worst thing that you remember, like a pet doing, either your pet or like mum and dad's pet or a pet you lived with? I'm trying to think of like, what's the most doing? havoc? Do you remember, do you remember mom and dad told us about the, the dog that they had when oh, they just built the house? No, Carlsberg. I was there at Carlsberg and we went in and Carlsberg had ripped apart every bag of food, a flour of everything and it was all over the kitchen. And I hadn't mean, he pulled everything down off yeah, the Yeah, pulled everything down. Everything. Yeah, I was delighted as watching Bosco. <laughs> I, I was like, this is so exciting. No, I was like, oh, a bit of drama happening in there. Clean up, mom, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Where was dad? At work, Rosemary. Oh. Probably in the workshop. Mom and dad, they love, they love mice. They love mice and rodents as pets. As secret pets that they don't know they have. I think I've, I think I've told the story already. Have I? About when I was house-sitting for them. Not house-sitting, but like when I was, basically they were over here at one stage for three or four weeks and I was going to the house once a week and probably like once a fortnight to water the plants. Let's not get into that. Anyway, I was going, I was going to like look after the house and turn on and off a couple of lights. You know, mom was like, we just want you to go and check. Don't be giving away the secrets, Rosemary. Oh, sorry. Anyway, they never leave the house alone. They're always there. They're Even always when there. they're here and we're talking about them, they'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was going to check in the house and I was I stayed over one night and I literally, Beatrice, I swear, like I was in the kitchen and if I had closed my eyes, I would have sworn to you the mice were dancing across the kitchen table. Like they were so loud. Sounds amazing. They were. <laughs> I felt like Amy Adams in Enchanted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my god, I literally I literally did that exact same reference yesterday and sang as well. I love that reference so like much. Like the birds on my hands. Yeah. And the rats coming up from the sewers. Oh. But anyway, I was in the kitchen. I was like, oh my God, there's definitely... And you know, and you're like, there's definitely a mouse. And I walked over and opened the drawer to go like, I'm going to catch it. But also in my head going, I'm never going to catch it, right? Open the drawer. There's a mouse sitting there on its little back legs looking straight up at me. And I was like, oh my God. And then I got a fright. The mouse got a fright. I trapped the mouse under a jar. Mm-hmm. But then I, I didn't know what to do. They sort of said to leave it there for mom and dad. I think they were home the day, like the following day. So they came home to a mouse under a jar. But anyway, then I went to the hardware that day and I bought a whole load of traps. I set 14 traps around the house. Mm-hmm. Was there a single mouse caught? No. The next day I discovered the entire, there was an entire 12 pack of Tato that they'd left in the drawer, like unopened. God, love some Tato. That's delicious. <laughs> unopened. And mice had chewed through Every single pack. What a waste. I know every single crumb was revolting though. Every single crumb was gone. Mom nearly had a heart attack. But anyway, so they came back the following day and then dad sent me photos going success and he'd caught a mouse in every single trap. But I had just set them too loosely because I was too afraid I was going to crash my fingers. Oh, you know what I mean? Rosemary, gross. I know. So that reminds me of a story that's happening right now in my upstairs bedroom, <laughs> which is a dead mouse in the wall, which I'd forgotten about even though we're doing this episode. But you didn't catch the mouse These in the wall, These are not pets. You? No, no. I, it was one of the nights where I was in bed 
with my baby fox. It was a dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night and Don was sleeping in the tiny tent beside our bed. (laughs) Right. It was one of those kind of very romantic nights. The wind was blowing. Sorry, I just want to say this isn't like a euphemism for anything vulgar. This is an actual tent. How does that sound vulgar? Because sometimes people talk about men waking up with a tent. Oh, Jesus. No, like an actual actual tent that he bought off of Amazon. We already talked about this. Why did he buy a tent? Why? Because he thought it would be great in the summer to lie out in the garden with the mosquito netting. Because if you see, it's actually a tent. It's the heat. He loves the heat now, he tell you. He used to hate it. Now he loves it. Okay, he loves it. It's very unpredictable, your husband. He hates being cold. Yes, he keeps me on, he keeps me on my tippy toes. That's why we're in love. Such an exciting marriage. Yes. So he bought this tent. hobbit houses, Oh, I swear to God, like it's nonstop. You never know what'll arrive through the front door. No, you don't. Just when I think I know him really well, he surprises me with something beautiful in our house. (laughs) So anyway, he... Bought this tent that is perforated on all sides. It's like a tiny, it's like a tiny camping bed with a tent cover on top of it, right? No, he loves it because the whole thing is mesh. Because I wouldn't like it. No, it's all mesh. Right? Talking about me, I wouldn't like it. Anyway, so he was so he set up in the bedroom. Then I don't know why. I think it was for the kids. Then he ended up sleeping in it. So anyway, then one night he's in the tent. I'm in the bed. Baby's in the bed. Daisy's in the bed. Daisy's no. Daisy's in the tent. Really? Yeah. Then we hear scribble, scrabble, scribble, scrabble, scribble, scrabble. All night long. Something. Oh look, what's that out there? Look, 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 turn around, turn around. See it on the road. Oh yeah. It's it a, a it's a raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah. See it? It's a doot. So cute. Do you remember they used to be in the tree outside? Look at Maybe how that's cute, where he's yeah. going. Look at how cute it is. Where's he going? Is he going up the path? Yeah. Oh my god, he's so cute. Trash panda. Look at oh my god, they're dotes. Anyway, go on. Scribble, scrabble, scribble, scrabble. Oh, yeah. Scribble, scrabble, scribble, scrabble, scrabble, scrabble. All night long in the wall, something trying to escape. Did this keep Fox up? And did Daisy react at oh, all? Oh, Fox was, yeah, Daisy kept barking at it. Fox was fast asleep. There he is there. Look right I couldn't sleep window. at all. Oh, where? Right, oh right God, behind me. Oh, he looks a bit disheveled. Probably is. Had a hard life. Yeah, he's kind of a dope, but he looks a bit wrecked. He's very skinny looking. He's oh, right he's up on the path. up to the door. Oh, my God, it's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> You take a picture of him. Sighting Bradley Cooper, Fort Wayne. <laughs> anyway, then the next day, woke up, nothing. The next day, foul stench begins. This is about three weeks ago. Foul stench. Oh. That's why Don moved into the Airbnb. The Airbnb is the spare room for spare anyone who missed, who missed the reference. Anyway, so the scent is dissipating. But it reminded me of in our last house, we had the exact same oh, issue. Yeah. Ferocious stench in was our this bedroom. here or in Dallas? Here ferocious ferocious stench this was September of 2019 because I remember I went to Julie's wedding in Ireland 2019 is she only married 2018 maybe don't know anyway I was going to a wedding and I had two kids well ferocious like the word I mean upstairs was bad like Don went on like it was the worst thing ever but it wasn't the worst thing ever was in this old house the worst smell ever the like noxious fumes anyway I packed up the two of the kids and so glad I didn't live here then we only had three kids. Nash was with Nash was still in school, so he couldn't come with me. I went back to Ireland for my friend's wedding, Julie's wedding, and I took two of the kids with me. And Nash and Don stayed behind. Not because of the mice. No, no, no. I was going to bring them anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and while I was in Ireland, Don sent me a picture. He goes, "Success! I have uncovered the the source." And uncovered, he sends me a picture. Literally. No, he sends me a picture of himself in a bandana, right, <laughs> with a tank top on and a massive saw, like a massive saw. And a huge chunk of the drywall in the, in the bedroom just gone, right? He And he had tried, I think, two different areas. So that, that this was the third area gone. Oh. And he goes, 
and he, and he took a picture of the inside of the cavity of the wall. 22 mouse skeletons. They were all dead. They'd been coming in some like hole in the, in the roof. And then getting and, stuck. And walking along wherever they were and then just full drop down two stories into this. You know, there was obviously a hole up there in the whatever, like whatever it's the called. mouse cemetery, basically. Yeah. The mouse sarcophagus. The, exactly. And then they lived there, obviously, for a, a day or two while like lemmings. They all one by one jumped oh, into I this. I love that game. I love that game, too. One by one, they, they, they fell to their stinking deaths. I tried to find that on my phone recently. Okay. I couldn't find it. Back to Sorry. me. Back to you. I was so happy I wasn't here when Don found it. And then he had to put on rubber gloves and take out the little dead bodies and throw them in the bin. I mean, I couldn't have done it. There's no way I could have done it. So thank God for Don. Do it. You know, I got that comment when you said that we got that comment that was like, is Don as annoying as Beatrice makes him sound? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but other times, <laughs> other times he, he actively goes and sniffs out 22 mouse skulls in the wall and removes them <laughs> All by himself. With not a complaint. Well, I mean, there were a couple of complaints, yeah. but I mean, more than anything else, he was feeling boastful. You know what I think is the important thing? Don doesn't sound like a 13-year-old Moni Valley girl. What? Which is the accent you give him. I just do his accent as I hear it. Okay. But he just, I just want to clarify for everyone. It's quite annoying and he doesn't quite sound like that. Well, no, it's not far off now, is it? How far off would you say? 2%. Say, <laughs> say maybe... 70%? I think in fairness, I do a pretty good imitation. But anyway, moving on. So that was absolutely revolting. Also, I'd like to say those those mice were not pets. Right? They were more pests. Maybe they should be called pets and pests. Pets and pestability. Oh yeah, good one. No, we can't. We already called an episode Sense and Stupidity. We were talking about Santa Claus and That's the ceramics. That's fine with me. It could be an ongoing theme. We're extremely literate. We love Shelley Keats. <laughs> Mom and dad were actually very good for the pets, though. If you think about it. Like, yeah, they were. They were very willing to get pets. They were, yeah. Even like, though mom's claimed she hates them. Yeah, because like we always had a dog and usually a cat. And then we had that poor budgie. We had that poor cat who went out in the rain and drowned under a leaf. <sighs> can't even remember what that cat's name was. I, ca- was I can't. Terrible. Hold on. Gherkin or something. Napkin. Napkin. Was it not? No, it wasn't. The, the baby hair was called penknife. That was as close as we got to I napkin. I thought napkin was one. don't think so. Poor. We them. had we had gorgeous. Um, so we had what was the f- the very first one was Fifi. Fifi, Fifi was a dope. and then later we had Fifa. That was the, ridiculous. The I don't know why you did that. Why you called him Fifa? Yeah, that yeah, was ridiculous. That was absolute loserville on your part. <laughs> why ever do anything that you don't think absolute loserville? Um, Look at her in her wedges. Absolute loserville. Um, this is your accent now. <laughs> About seven percent off, I'd say. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You brought two cokes today. I thought that was nice of Diet. you. Diet. Yeah, Diet I thought cokes. that was nice of you. Although, you know what I tried today? Diet Coke caffeine free. It was actually very nice. I was very skeptical about it. Oh, I decided yesterday I was giving up coffee, but I only remembered 11 o'clock <laughs> after I drank my second shot. <laughs> That's when, like when I decided to become a vegetarian, then like literally found myself with a mouthful of bacon and was like, oh, so I forgot annoyed. about that. I was so annoyed. And then I also had a few hamsters. Oh, which you I don't did. know. I don't you know why mom let me have a hamster because she hates rodents. Oh, you love those guys. But they're not really. Hamsters. They're not really rodents. And I was always, I was always really shocked when they died. Like I think I had two. Why did they die? Well, well, so this is it. At the time, I was like, oh my god, I've either you know like they're sick or something, or they're too cold. I remember yeah. at one stage I put a hot water bottle under one of their cages. Oh, I thought he was too cold. But so hamsters nice. apparently only like, can die after a year and a half. They live between. 18 months and three years. So they I mean, have I a very like, short lifespan. I feel like yours were maybe shorter than that though, were they not? No, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I think I had two and they both died at some point. Oh, and I was very shocked. Bless them. 
I know. Don't. They were very cute. But hamsters, hamsters don't ever, I remember reading later that they were like, hamsters don't ever like, they don't ever like you. Like they don't ever get affectionate. They will endure you. But they have no interest in like cuddling or whatever. Whereas rats, I love a pet rat now. Rats can get really affectionate and, and, and get very attached to one person. I feel like my kids could be hamsters. <laughs> right? I feel like all kids could be hamsters. Yes. They're always like on the that? take and they'll endure you, you giving them hugs. What's that expression about like every, there are three types of faces. Horse, hamster, horse, hamster, horse, hamster, horse, mm. mo- hamster, monster. Right. You're I've either a horse you're a hamster or you're like, it's like you're a horse. So you're kind of, you know, you have a long face and kind of maybe big teeth and a big jaw or you're a hamster. So like small and squishy or you're a monster, which is just like neither and a bit of a mix of weirdness. So I would say you're a hamster. I was just about to say I'm, I'm a hamster. Yeah, I'd say I'm, what am I? A monster. Oh. There was a guy in our school who was quite horsey looking and we used to always say to him, why the long face? Did you? <laughs> That's so mean. So mean. I mean, we were friends with him, so it was like a friendly slag, but it doesn't seem that friendly now that I say it out loud. No, it's not friendly at all. Reminds me, have you watched uh, Mayor of East 10? No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm still watching, just finished The Handmaid's Tale. Are you up to date yet? I'm not, but I've, that was more, that was my Should joke about the face, the horse. Oh, Mayor. Mayor, get it? I get you. I that get was you. mean. Was a, nay, I did not get your joke. <laughs> you really tried to hoof that one in there. <laughs> Now, come here to me. Don't saddle me with your bad jokes. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I suddenly all, the only horsey word I can think of is fetlock. And let me tell you, it's really hard to try and make a pun out of that. Fetlock, what? Because I'm thinking of the Father Ted episode where they're like, of- my lovely horse is blown in the wind with his fetlock blowing and his, I don't know. What about tail? <laughs> like, what about mane? Oh, ta- tail is too, tail is too obvious. Oh, fetlock. <laughs> Can't. Anyway, listen. Like, what pet did you want? Was was there ever a pet that you really wanted as a kid and you, and you didn't get? I don't really like these questions. Can you ask me a different one? <laughs> is it, sorry, is it time to go yet? I'm wrecked. Oh, I'm delighted with that. What pet would you have liked to have had? I really wanted a bunny. Did you? Yeah. I really wanted an Angora bunny. An Angora bunny? Yeah. It's very specific. They were remember, so cuddly. Do you remember there were the little white bunnies down the road from us? I was really lonely. That escaped, I that escaped no siblings. from somebody, like a pet, and then started breeding with the native bunnies. There were all these white bunnies that used to live down near Goods. Do you remember seeing them? You used to see them on a walk. Uh, Daisy, give over. She's been very dramatic. Throw something at her. She's having a dream. Oh, is she? <laughs> is she actually asleep? Her eyes look open. Oh, yeah. It's creepy. Dogs can do that. You know, they have two sets of eyelids. What? We'll talk about that later. Is that true? Yeah, they have an inner set that closes this way and then they have an outer set. It's so creepy. Closes this way? Yeah. They are not snakes. That is not true. This way. And they have an outer They do Listen, not. We'll I'm look going it up. We'll we will, look it up the episode's yeah, over. We will look this up. What what pet would you absolutely not let your kids get? A snake. Oh, really? I like snakes. Uh, well, n- no. Anytime Don's picked up a snake outside, I suppose I do feel like... Don, I mean, Don, Rosemary, we do... Like, here's what happens with the frog. So, let me just... Let me just... You could feed the frogs with snakes. That would keep the frog population down. Don's mother had a snake when I first went to visit her. A massive, whatever those poisonous ones are, in a tank. And she used to feed it mice on a, a daily python? basis. Yes. And it was horrifying to were they real? Were they live mice or were they, they were freeze dried? Oh, they were still. Mice. They were still real mice. I'd, I'd rather feed them a, a live they were mice, still to be real. honest. Why? I don't know. The, How do could you want a mouse? Revolting. No, no, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't want to do either of those things. But if it was a choice between a freeze-dried mouse and a live mouse, I feel like it's closer to nature to feed them the live mouse. Regardless, let me tell you that since these frogs have entered my house, 
on a nightly basis, I wake up worried there are frogs in my bed. <laughs> worried that they have escaped and I have been overrun by frogs. There are frogs in my ears and there are frogs somewhere. How would I feel if there was a snake somewhere in the house? Thank God the fish cannot make it up the stairs. Right. <laughs> what about the crickets? They could be in your room. Absolutely horrified by the crickets. So Don feeds the... Don is so bizarre because he's like, these frogs are so amazing. They're so this. Give me those crickets so I can feed them to the frogs. I'm like, how can you be such a lover of nature but no qualms about feeding these poor crickets? So I said, what about the poor crickets? They're fine. They're just baby crickets. Anyway, so he accidentally ordered a thousand crickets that were actually two inches long instead of two millimeters long because they're supposed to be no bigger than the spread between the eyes of the frogs, which you can imagine in this case is not large, two millimeters. So he accidentally ordered two inch wide crickets. I am still finding them in the garden. He went and released them in the wild. Of course, right? What else are you going to do? They are everywhere. But you know what, Rosemary? You know what great pets you could get this year? Cicadas. I think that's more on the... East Coast, isn't it? Aren't they going to be everywhere this no, year? No, I think there's particular areas they're going to be concentrated. They were hanging in. out. Do you remember on our I know, fence last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. We had a few last year, but that was an anomaly because, like, last year wasn't a cicada I don't year. think so. I think they're going to be mainly this year converging. Be the trillions. Yeah, mainly converging in the Midwest is what I heard. Oh, I thought it was like over New Jersey area. Anyway, Rosemary, what pet would you always have wanted that you never got? Oh, do you know what I really wanted? That dog in the dew looks at. Oh, they're gorgeous. What are they called? I want one of those. An Same old English sheep dog. Oh yeah, God. There's a guy, there's a guy in, in Mountjoy Square who has one of those and he walks them with two of the meanest little Jack Russells you ever see, you ever saw but the big old English sheep dog is so cute. That's nice though. That's like, they're like protecting him. They're the, they're his little they're the muscle. bodyguards. Yeah. That's nice. And he's just this little bumbling Dope. idiot. Yeah, so Dope. cute. Do you remember Sir Didymus in Labyrinth had one of those? God, I love What was his that. name? Do you remember the dog kept running away from the battle? can't remember his name. I don't know that there was ever... I mean, I never wanted for anything. Oh, please. Did you want fr- fish? Frish. No. I never really had any interest in fish. Um, let me go. A snake? No. I mean, I, for a while, I imagined that I wanted a pony. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. For a while. For a short time. and then For I an extremely it. long time. I think you once you went I horse riding. To, I went horse riding several times. Then I developed terrible hay fever. Terrible debilitating hay fever. A hay fever and, and an obsession with a pony. <laughs> Do you remember I used to sponsor, was it Red Wings Horse Sanctuary yes. in Wales or yes. something? Yes. Used to get their magazine um, every couple of months. My God. You really wanted that pony. pony. You were always harassing mom and dad for Poor mom and dad, you were so spoiled. I just wanted to be a mini pop. You wanted a pony. Now I'd like chickens. We're not allowed to have chickens in our garden. Why not? The Homeowners Association forbids it. It's probably the only reason you want them. No, I wanted them before we moved in, actually, before okay. I even saw the HOA okay, great. tenants or whatever. Why would you like them? They're a lot of work. You've got to do a lot of cleaning oh, out I just of there. really like fresh eggs. Oh, no, no. I want Brandon to do all the work. Why don't I you just, just buy some fresh eggs? Yeah, there's actually fresh eggs for sale down the road from us. That's a good point. Never really occurred to me. I never have any cash. Oh my God, like the chickens are a lot of work. You got to clean out their very poopy hay stalls. I know. And my friend Caroline has chickens and so many of them have been gobbled by foxes. Eaten like, by the foxes. That yeah, used to happen in our neighbours, do you remember? Yeah, the hen house yeah, and everything. Yeah, that used to happen in our neighbours, do you remember? Disaster. So what did you, what would you never want? You obviously sound like you'd like a snake because you were so horrified by my not wanting a <laughs> snake. So you'd like a snake. I wouldn't mind a snake. Wouldn't mind. I don't really care. Guinea pigs, I'm not that mad about. Ever since, remember our cousins had guinea pigs and they ate their babies? Oh, so that gross. really put me off guinea pigs. You know, now I'm realizing I actually, I'm actually putting two and two together here. I know why you want a snake. Because you'd like to reenact that Britney video for Brandon. 
<laughs> in that room, in that old, in that extremely tight jumpsuit. Was she? No, she was wearing. No, in that video, she's wearing. In that performance, she's wearing like basically a bikini. She's not wearing a jumpsuit. I thought she's wearing like a oh, the skin tight lame the, the skin thing. Colored. Yeah. Oh, you could be right. She could be right. Now maybe you're right. We yeah. look after it. She looked great anyway. That's and so that's where you're. That's what you that's see yourself. Exactly. Now. After I have this baby, beard, so I'm going to be back into my skin tight mm-hmm. skin morph Is that slave? suit. I'm a slave for you. <laughs> okay, so we we shan't be doing a song at the end of this episode. Um, tell us, tell us your pet stories. What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing your pet has ever done? Quillon ate one of my Ugg slippers, and I was oh, really upset about that. My God, I've just remembered. <laughs> One New Year's Eve, I went to a very hopping bar in Mayo with my friend. Okay, Granny. Correct. Very hopping bar. And I met an extremely cute local person. Now, what age was I? It was probably like, oh no. I must have been 23 or 24. And I was wearing, may I tell you now, a beautiful pair of patent peep toe black high heels. They were extremely nice and extremely in vogue. This must have been 20 years. I was She's quite the fashionista. She's pointing at me, so she must be serious. That's quite the fa- I was, I'm dead serious. It's quite the fashionista. I was about 22 or 23, 20, 24 maybe. I remember what you wore when you were 22 and 23 and yeah, 24. So extremely nice. nice patent okay. peep toes. I they it was were patent. Go on, anyway. Listen. You're patently wrong. They were patent <laughs> and they were really nice. And I wore them to this New Year's Eve disco, at which point, oh, oh yeah. And the DJ, actually it was the DJ and the DJ, I can't even remember. I don't even know why. I, I feel like I didn't even notice him till the end, till it was midnight. And I was like, oh, that guy's desperation. cute. Desperation. No, no, no. Desperation he was hour. cute. Anyway, went back to his house. What? Went back For to what? his house to look at his etchings. <laughs> and while I had taken my shoes off to look at his etchings... Then I was like, well, he was, he lived about two miles down the road from the pub. I feel like we walked in these patent peep toes, but I, I actually could be wouldn't wrong. put it past you. You're no, mad. Actually, maybe we drove. Who knows? Who knows? One way or the other, we got there. Peep toes intact. Let me tell you, when I was finished looking at the etchings, there was only one patent peep toe intact and the other one had been chewed to bits and the entire front part was gone. <laughs> Let <laughs> this, me tell you now, this Beatrice. poor shoe. Holy God knows what to do with sinners. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of his remedies for this. This was a wanton. This was a big behavior. This was. I don't care how big it was. So judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big wolfhound. This had chewed my shoe. Is the point? I got that, Beatrice. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying that for anybody else's, you know, edification. Holy and God, it, did it? God, you have been extremely judgmental this entire episode. Anyway. That was an extremely bad chewer. Was it worth, were the etchings worth it? No, because at the time I was like, well, now how am I supposed to get back? Like, oh, my, half the heel was gone on one of the shoes. Well, I was like, how am I supposed to get back? And he was just like, oh, uh, I don't know. Good luck. I was raging. So with my two shoes, I don't even know. I mean, why did I even bother going back with one broken shoe and the other? I should have just mm. thrown the two shoes in the bin and just walked home barefoot because I went back barefoot with the holding two, the shoes. Yeah, holding the shoes. Like, well, you what need the hell? evidence. Raging, anyway. Why couldn't you give me a pair of slippers? Like, whatever. A pair of flip-flops. Do you know what I mean? No. Beatrice. Men. Men in Mayo don't own flip-flops. They own sandals. Well, whatever. I would have walked those sandals. But, like, what the hell? Like, actually, no, actually I'm you had very annoyed. big feet as well, so you probably would have been Grant. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm absolutely raging thinking what's, about that. Sorry, what's the moral of that story now, do you think? Never leave your patent peep toes on the floor. <laughs> What about the time I went on a date 
in Paris. This is not a pet. I went on a, a blind date in Paris. And, and he uh, ate your pet and No. <laughs> this is not a pet. And we were sitting at... No, this is not a pet story. And we oh. were sitting outside a beautiful restaurant and we were about three, converse, three sentences into the conversation and a huge seagull swooped by and shot on my head. That's good luck. <laughs> well, I didn't feel like good luck at the time. Yeah. It was hard to continue the conversation after that because I was just like poop sliding down my hair. So... You know, I don't think I've had great luck with animals now that I'm putting all this together. No, I don't. I don't think have. animals love me. Mm, Daisy loves you. Yeah, when she's not eating my rugs and my furniture, my upholstery and my walls. Maybe she just likes them because they all smell like you. Oh, you shouldn't have rubbed yourself off the wall so much. It's called frottage, frotting. Okay, tell us, tell us your pet stories. Oh my God, actually, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, now that you've said that. So Don likes to scratch his back on the wall, right? Understandable. And I, and I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, this is what bears do. And I said, what are you talking about? This is what bears do. And he showed me this video. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, Rosemary. And I don't know if our listeners have ever seen it. I don't know if you've all seen this, guys, but people. But we are going to post this video for you of black bears scratching their backs on trees and let me tell you it is the most wonderful video I've ever seen post sent it over to mom who likes to have her back scratched and she goes that looks great I'd love a tree in the sitting room <laughs> God so would I now that you mention it Brilliant I got one of those back scratching forks which is yeah, not the no, same Yeah no Rosemary nothing wait till you see this I will. you will enjoy this Okay okay let us know let us know your pet stories Email us notwithoutmysister at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister and individually at Rosemary McCabe, at Beatrice McCabe. Like I said up top, you can sign up to our Patreon for an extra amazing bonus episode each and every week, $5 a month, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. And you will catch us next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a proud member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, the Dublin Story Slam podcast. You can find them all over at thewarren.ie.